you know, and I know, that the little things kind of important. The foam rolling, some of the stretching, some of the strength training, like all of those things, getting good sleep, yada, 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 good things. Episode 1013 of Diz Runs Radio is a quick tip episode. Today's quick tip, how to run through a niggle. Hey, y'all. Uh, today's episode of the show is brought to you by the folks over at YNAB, or at least brought to you in part somehow, maybe a little bit, by the folks over at YNAB. That's YNAB standing for You Need a Budget, uh, the budgeting tool that I've been using for uh, a couple of years now. You've heard me talk about it once or twice. I mention it every every once in a while because I have a little bit of a an affiliate-ish deal with them. Um, and, and why would it make sense to just talk about a budgeting software on a running podcast and make that somewhat of a sponsor. Well, I I think it's pretty obvious, maybe not, but, uh, you know, running can be a little bit expensive, you know, between all of the things, the shoes, the watches, the, the gear, the fuel, um, the races, the traveling for the races. I don't know. I I know it's been mentioned a few times. I don't know how many of this, how many of y'all that this relates to, but, uh, you know, a fair few people, myself, maybe included, got started in running thinking, Hey, you know, it's a, it's a relatively inexpensive form of, of exercise. (laughs) Yeah. Relatively inexpensive. It turns into scraping pennies together to, you know, travel to the next race. Right. Um, and that's where YNAB comes into play. It's, it's no magical situation. There's no, there's no voodoo magic uh, as far as like helping you all of a sudden, you know, go from, from, uh, the outhouse to the penthouse or anything like that. But what YNAP has done for, for Rebecca and I over the last couple of years is just make us much more intentional about where we're spending our money, what our priorities are. And so some of those little nickel and dimes that, that you don't think might matter too much, uh, you start to see how they how they impact your budget and, and working towards your goals, which may be a new pair of shoes or a new, you know, a, a, a racecation or whatever the case might be. And uh, you start to prioritize a little bit better. Uh, we've, we've done pretty well. Uh, not like we're rich because we're not. Um, but, but we've done pretty well at, at prioritizing, having money set aside, building up an emergency fund, those types of things. And I don't want to say that it's all due to, to YNAB, but it's, that's been a big part, big, huge piece of the puzzle. Cause there hasn't been any major windfalls. There hasn't been any, uh, you know, the podcast hasn't blown up yet. I'm not a, I'm not a podcast millionaire in case you were wondering. Um, and it's just been, you know, nickel and diamond it like in the good way, saving a few nickels here, saving a few dimes there, maybe a couple quarters once in a while. Um, and it's, it's made a big difference. So anyway, all that to say, if you want to try it out, if you think it might be something that would be useful to you, uh, the way, the way the little affiliate thing here is I don't make any money off of the deal, but, uh, if you use my link, I get an extra month, you get an extra month if you decide to, to sign up for a year. So basically if you go through disruns.com slash YNAB, disruns.com slash YNAB, um, you get a, you get a free 34 day trial. So you get to try it out for a month. You don't have to enter any credit cards or anything like that. It's not one of those where you get, you, they get you on the trial and they just hope that you just, you know, stay subscribed and just keep billing you and you don't notice it. Not for nothing though, but you notice that kind of stuff when you're using a good budgeting software like YNAB. Um, but you sign up, you try it out, take it, take it for a test drive for 34 days. If after 34 days, you're like, yeah, I like this. I, I think that this might be worth it. You sign up. I think it's like $80, $85, something like that for a year. Um, I can tell you that I can't guarantee anything, but I can tell you that Rebecca and I have saved well more than the $85 a year or the $88 or whatever it is. I think the price went up this year, but whatever it is, still well worth it. We've saved much more than that um, each year, probably each month than we spend in the year for the the software. Um, 
But if you if you decide to sign up after you've used that link, disruns.com slash YNAB, you'll pay for a year. You'll get 13 months. I'll get an extra month tacked on my my account as well. Um, so that's that's where the, the win-win comes in. But uh, definitely, you know, whether it's to save up for the next Disruns Ragnar trip or maybe, you know, some other type of race situation that might come up this year or next year or whatever, um, or just, you know, to, to be a little bit more financially tuned in with what's going on on your budget. Um, YNAB has been a game changer for us. And I think if you try it, it might be a game changer for you as well. So disruns.com slash YNAB. And now after one of the longest sponsor reads we've done in a while, let's, let's dive in, shall we? Let's, let's get on with today's topic, which is running while dealing with a niggle. Something that, uh, I think most of us have had to deal with at one time or another, probably multiple times, potentially right now. And uh, I guess that's kind of where this this topic idea came from because it's kind of something that I've been dealing with for the last couple months. Hopefully on my way out, but I'm not uh, not quite ready to say I'm I'm done and dusted with it yet. Um but I've had a little a little niggle of late. And and I feel like that that term before we get dive into the specifics and maybe some ways to try to um some things to keep in mind to help you work through the next niggle that you may eventually probably will have to deal with. Um I feel like niggle is one of those terms that gets thrown around a lot. And there's a few of these, right? There's, there's, uh, um, tempo runs are one of them. Um, fartlek is one of them where, where people toss these terms around in running circles and everybody kind of knows what it means ish, but I don't feel like there's a universal definition that when somebody says, Oh, I've got a little niggle that everybody knows exactly what it means. So, uh, let's, let's define at least what I'm talking about when it comes to a niggle, not that that is not that I'm trying to say that this is the end all be all definition, right? Uh, but at least something so you kind of know where I'm coming from, and you can maybe frame what I'm about to say then into your definition of niggle, or maybe you, we can adopt the same term, and uh, then we can really both be speaking from the same language. But um, as far as I'm concerned, and I guess maybe as far as Google's concerned, because that's where I, I went for a, a proper definition of niggle, it's it, you know the proper definition is a slight but persistent annoyance, discomfort, or anxiety. So. I, I, I hope maybe, at least for me, when I'm talking about a niggle, I guess an anxiety wouldn't be part of it when I'm talking about it in terms of running, but a little annoying something, a little annoying pain or a little annoying discomfort or a little, a little hitch in the old giddy up, a little, a little, you know, spur underneath the saddle. If we want to go with all the, the Western type of, of metaphors there, just something that's, that's not an injury. It's not super painful. It's not something that's, that's really serious, but it's something that's not quite right. You know, sometimes it's maybe a little bit soreness in a joint or it's a little bit of a muscle tightness or a muscle soreness or you, you feel something that, that again, it's not it's not like a little bit of, I'm sore because I did a hard workout yesterday. Uh, it's not, you know, I'm sore because I did all the squats and lunges that Peloton had to offer a couple of days ago and I'm at that 48-day soreness right now. True story. I'm at that 48-day soreness or 48-hour soreness, I guess, and uh, not a lot of fun sitting down, standing up, feeling it. But that's not a niggle. That's just, I mean, that's, that's common sense, right? Like I did a good workout. I'm a little bit sore. I'm doing some stretching, some rolling. I'm kind of working through it. It'll be fine. Um, but a niggle is to me a little bit more of something that's just kind of in the background. Sometimes it's a little bit more, more noticeable. Um, it, but it's, it's, it's a little bit less explainable, although we'll get into that in a second, but it's, it's something that, that again, you know, it's not just a short term temporary thing after a speed workout or a good session in the gym or whatever. It's, it's something that's, that's maybe, you know, not a three alarm fire at this point, but it's, it's, uh, 
you know, maybe trending towards this could this could get a little bit worse. Um, but it but because it's not a big deal, because it's not something that's that's definitely limiting your running right now, you kind of just ignore it. Right. You, you kind of just like, ah, yeah, it's there. You know, maybe I need a little bit longer warm up or maybe I need to, to stretch a little bit more before or after. Or uh, maybe I just, you know, slap on the icy hot or the, the bio freeze or get the KT tape out, you know, whatever. Um, you know, I, I don't need to worry about this too much because it's just a little niggle. It's just a little a little slight but persistent annoyance or discomfort or whatever. Again, something we've all dealt with, something I've currently been dealing with in my Achilles. If you've seen some of the, the updates I've given on Strava, I'm trying to use Strava a little bit more this year intentionally. Just side note, in case you're curious, not that, not that I have anything fun to say there, but as an actual kind of running journal, I've never really done a running journal before. Um, so kind of trying to use Strava for that. You know, I've been, been on Strava for years now. I've never really used it for anything. So trying to, trying to do that. So if you want to follow along, you're, you're welcome to. It's not going to be exciting. I can pretty much promise you that. Um, but... I've been mentioning on there that like, God, my Achilles is a little bit off. I've taken a couple of, of off days or, or things like that, you know, tried to, to cut back on my mileage a little bit because somewhere mid to late December started to notice that my right Achilles was a little bit, a little bit off. And so, you know, when you start to get these niggles cropping up, whether it's Achilles or calf or quad or IT band or plantar fascia or, or whatever, um, you know, kind of the first question becomes, should I run or not? Right. And as runners, I think, I think most of us, myself certainly included, the default is to yes, run like, yes, I, I, I'm not broken, right? I I don't need uh, a a cast or a sling or, or any of those types of, you know, walking boot or a a Strasburg sock. Like I don't need any, I don't need anything fancy. I'm not broken. I'm going to keep running. That's, that's my typical default, right? Um, But when you step back a little bit, when you, when you kind of take a little bit more of an objective look at things, sometimes pulling back definitely makes makes more sense, even when it's when it's just a niggle, when it's not that big of a deal, but you don't want to turn it into something bigger because that's something that can happen. You know, you turn your molehill into a mountain, you can turn your niggle into a full-blown injury if you're not careful, especially if you just keep powering through. But depending on where you might be in a training cycle or things like that, like you know, maybe, maybe we're getting close to race day. We're just going to kind of keep pushing. We're going to manage it and we'll take some time off after, after the, uh, the race may not always be the best option. I'm not even encouraging you to, to take that option, but let's be realistic. That's something that happens, right? That's something that that's, that's the logic. That's runner logic right there. Like, oh, you know, if I just, if I can just get through three more weeks and then I'll be on the taper and then I can hammer it on race day and then, you know, whatever, uh, then we'll worry about it then. If that's something that you're going to decide to do, if you're deciding that, hey, this little niggle that I'm dealing with right now, it's probably not uh, not something that I'm going to take a couple weeks off and really address or really, you know, just let kind of things take care of themselves. Uh, I'm going to try to keep training, whether it's because you're, again, kind of getting near peak time for a race, whether it's because you're involved in some virtual run around the world nonsense that you needed to just kind of keep hammering through December to get that thing finished and across the line on time. Um whether you just need your runs for your mental health and your sanity and getting away from the world for 20, 30, 60, 80, a hundred, 5,000 minutes, whatever, whatever it is, um, you're going to keep running even with, with a niggle. I spoiler alert. I've kept running even through my niggle. Um, here are some things, if that's what you're going to do that I would encourage you to kind of keep in mind, keep monitoring. Um, and I'm going to kind of intersperse with kind of how I've done it. Not that I've done it exactly right. Not that I'm telling you you need to do it the way I've done, but just to kind of give a little bit more of a 
hopefully real world example, a legit example that I can speak to directly um, to kind of help make my point, hopefully even more strong. So the first thing that I would encourage you to do, the first thing that I've tried to do while running through my little Achilles niggle is to make sure I'm checking in with my body, listening to my body. How are things going? Is it getting worse? Is it kind of staying about the same kind of, you know, just treading water? Is it maybe even seeming to get a little bit better? Um, are there good days and bad days? You know, how does it feel after a day off? How does it feel after a, a easy running day? How does it feel after a long run? How does it feel after a speed workout? Uh, those are the things that I've kind of tried to, to pay attention to these last few weeks. When I first kind of started to notice that my Achilles was getting a little bit grumpy, again, real world example, like we were closing in on the finish line across. So like, I just kept, kept running, just kind of ignored it. Once I got to January and we'd crossed the finish line and we were good there. I've done a, a lot better job of paying attention to how I'm feeling every day. You know, does do, how sore am I when I get up out of bed? That was when it used to be the worst. Now it hasn't been as bad lately. You know, does it feel all right when I'm running or when I stop running or when I, like once I go, does it kind of feel better? And, and, and using some of those, those cues, and this isn't a, a black and white, this is a lot of gray area situation here. But if it's, if it's kind of trending in the right direction, if maybe after you warm up a little bit, it's feeling better, like you probably, potentially better word than probably you potentially can get away with running a little bit more. All right. Or at least continuing to run. If, if running makes it worse, well now we're trending from a niggle to a, an injury. So you probably don't want to, you know, that's when you probably really want to back off, but listening to your body, let your body do a little bit more, take the lead a little bit more in guiding you to help you decide, should I keep running? Should I adjust what do I need to do? Um, rather than your pride, rather than, rather than your ego, rather than your Strava, or your other social media stuff, like listen to your body. Not for nothing, something we should probably try to do a better job of all the time, but especially when you're working through a niggle, make sure you're paying attention to how things are going. And that leads into the second little uh, idea, suggestion, if you will, and that is to be willing to adjust your training as needed. All right, just because you you know you, you, you wrote your training plan that says I'm going to run five days a week or just because you paid some schlub like me to, to tell you and, and coach you and help you with running and, and puts their, you put the plan together or, or I put the plan together for you and it says, oh, you're supposed to run these days, doesn't mean that it's written in stone, right? In fact, if it, those of you that have worked with me in the past or are currently working with me, you know that I'm always telling you adjust as needed, skip a run, cut something short, whatever, whatever you got to do. Whatever you got to do, make your running fit your life. And especially when we're dealing with a niggle, when we're dealing with some type of little ache and pain situation, don't force it. Don't, don't force yourself to stick to the schedule because more often than not, that, that doesn't turn out well. It at least increases the risk of elevating your niggle to a full-blown injury. So be willing to adjust. Be willing to, to cut your miles a little bit down a little bit. You know, cut, cut them short. Take an extra day off. Mix in some cross-training. Whatever you got to do, be willing to do that. My, my situation for the last, you know, the first two weeks of the year, um, I've been running shorter. Uh, my long runs have, have been a little bit on the short side, which is fine. Um, my, my daily miles, I've only hit my, my daily six mile route that I was doing. I mean, almost religiously through, through 2021, I've only done it once in the first two full weeks of, of 2022, um, back down to several five and a halfs, a couple of fives, a couple of, of four and uh, four and a half or four and three quarters, something like that. Um, I've even taken a couple of extra unplanned days off because it's just like, yeah, you know, things are a little bit grumpy today. Let's not push it. 
Let's not push it. Let's let's jump on the bike. Let's uh, you know, whatever. Let's let's just take it easy today and and you know, a missed a missed day in early January, not that big of a deal. So, based on what you're feeling, what your body's telling you, how your body responds, how your niggle responds to to a run or to a couple days in a row of running or whatever, adjust as needed. Because again, the goal here is to to get this thing taken care of not make it worse. So adjust your training as needed. Third thing, keep an eye on the big picture. All right. Again, where are you at in the training training cycle? What's coming up? Are you are you closing in on a race that's that's a big goal race? Are you closing in on a race that's you know something that you're kind of just like you're cool with racing it for fun, pretty low key, not really stressful. Um, do you have zero races on the horizon? Not that if you have a goal race coming up that you should keep hammering, but I can see where it would be a little bit harder to, to pull back with a goal race coming up. I also have a bit of a goal race coming up the end of the month, running celebration half marathon. Uh, and I am definitely trying for a PR, but I'm not so worried for me personally, keeping the big picture in mind with this little niggle I've got going on. I want to be fit and I want to run well on the, whatever the the 30th of January, but I'm not willing to risk a big injury or making it, making a, my little niggle become an injury just to have a a new PR in the half marathon. All right. So, uh, I'm willing to sacrifice some speed workouts. I'm willing to sacrifice some, some volume at the beginning part of the month so that when the race comes around, hopefully maybe I'll be a little bit more refreshed anyway, you know, not for nothing, uh, but certainly be healthy and be confident that I can push, with whatever I've got and see what happens. So for me, that's, that's my kind of eye on the big picture because I want to keep running after my, my race, right? I mean, I'll take a couple days off probably, but like, I don't want to be out for the whole month of February because I tried to, because I put so much pressure on myself for this rando half marathon in January, right? So for me, that's the big picture. If I didn't have this race at the end of the month, honestly, I don't think it would have done much differently. All right. I would have still pulled back. I would have still taken a couple of days off, scrapped any speed workout. I'd plan on doing some speed workouts at the beginning of the month. Try to be ready for the half, right? Scrap those. Keep an eye on the big picture. So I'd encourage you to do the same. Is trying to force things worth potentially being out for four weeks, six weeks, something like that? Uh, because you turn, in my case, a little bit of Achilles niggle into full-blown itis or a partial tear or something like that? No. Wasn't, wasn't, wasn't worth it for me, but by recognizing the big picture, not just getting laser focused on the race in three weeks, I think that that makes it a little bit easier to make that decision. Two things left, two, two suggestions left. Number four, step up your little things game. <laughs> Hello, pot. It's kettle calling here. Um, you know, and I know that the little things kind of important, the foam rolling, some of the stretching, some of the strength training, like all of those things, getting good sleep, yada, 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 good things. I know that for myself, I don't always follow through as much as I should on doing all the little things. How many times last year did I talk about, yeah, you know, foam rolling, something I should be doing? Well, well, you know, lo and behold, when this niggle starts to crop up and, and it starts to, you know, it, it doesn't just go away after a day or two on its own and potentially maybe it's getting just borderline a little bit worse. I, I don't claim to be a genius, um, but I claim to know a few things. And one of those things was like, hey, you know, dummy, maybe, 
maybe it's time to get on the foam roll a little bit more. Maybe, maybe you should stretch your calves once in a while. Maybe multiple times per day. Maybe that would help. And so, happy to report that two weeks into the new year and and being much more dialed in to the importance of stretching and foam rolling, being reminded that uh, my lack of that, not saying that that caused the, the, the niggle to begin with, We'll get to that in just a second because I think I, I think I have a better idea of what caused it. But um, by ignoring those things, maybe it helped the niggle to, to really take hold. By, by Maybe not ignoring, by neglecting the stretching, the foam rolling, even some of the strength training a little bit coming down the stretch of 2021. Um, maybe that allowed that niggle to kind of fester, to kind of become an actual thing instead of just a, a one-day thing that kind of goes away. Um, so yeah, you know, if, if you've got a little niggle going on, you've got a little tightness in the IT band or a little case of shin splints starting to flare up or whatever the case might be that you're, you're going to try to keep running through. All right. You know, if that's, if that's the choice you're making and I can't tell you not to, because clearly that's the choice that I've made. So, you know, my hypocrisy only goes so far, but if you're going to try to keep on keeping on, make sure you're stepping up your little things game a little bit, maybe get a little more intentional, maybe make it part of your, your daily routine. When you're standing up, yammering into a microphone, telling a, telling these stories and, and, and recording podcast episodes, you've got your little roller thing that you ro- roll your feet on, which I have, but I'm not using right now. So maybe a poor example, but you know, I have it by my desk. I'll use it while I'm putting things together. Like, like trying to mix those things in a little bit more throughout the day, stretching when I go get an extra cup of coffee, instead of doing pushups and pull-ups, now we're stretching our calves, getting old, but you know, whatever, got to do what you got to do, but step up your little things game a little bit. And in case I haven't made that clear, that's exactly what I've been doing. Much I've been stretching my calves multiple times per day, um, getting my tools out to do some scraping and some massaging. Those that's been really helpful. Foam rolling most days as well. Um, just just stepping up things I know are beneficial, things I know that are helpful, things that I know that when I neglect them long enough, usually something crops up, and it has. Well, get back on it, and maybe just maybe start putting that habit in place so that I keep on keeping on. Beyond just uh, you know when the, when the niggle is effectively put to bed and I'm comfortable that it's gone, and uh, you know don't fall into that bad pattern of neglecting the little things for the rest of 2022. Last but not least, if you can put your uh, detective hat on, get you channel your inner Sherlock Holmes, and see if you can't figure out what might have been the cause. Now, a lot of times with the niggles, and a lot of times with with even some some of the more, you know, kind of common running injuries, your plantar fasciitis, your full-blown shin splints, IT bands, I did, you know, patellar tendonitis, runner's knee, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like a lot of times those things, they just kind of crop up over time because of the repetitive nature of the sport and usually the neglection of the little things. Sometimes, sometimes, however, with a niggle, not all the times, and sometimes even with the, with the running injuries type of thing, you can do a little bit of sleuthing. You can kind of look back at the last few weeks, maybe a couple of months, and maybe maybe figure out that something has changed. Something a little different has happened that maybe has impacted your body in a less than ideal way. Maybe it's something that can be addressed. You know, a lot of times people blame shoes, right? Oh, I got a new pair of shoes and now everything hurts and I'm dying. Well, sometimes that's just ridiculous and the shoes are the scapegoat, but sometimes that really could be the case. Maybe you've done an increase in, in your training load. You started doing a lot more speed work. Or you upped your mileage to get your help, get your team around the world. Uh, maybe you've, you've added in some new type of physical activity. Maybe you still really, you know, have hit the, the bike hard. You, you got, you got your new Peloton and you're like, just living it up. 
riding all the rides, doing all the Cody Rigsby's. It's all great. It's all well and good, but maybe that has created some type of tightness or some type of something that now is causing or at least contributing to this little niggle that's cropped up. Not saying it is, not saying it isn't, just saying do some do a little bit of research, do a little looking, maybe because it's it's winter you've hit the treadmill a bit more because it's icy and snowy outside and maybe there's something that's going on with that. Dustley's cursing me right now because I'm saying that treadmill running may cause an injury and it may but outdoor running may cause an injury too. But whatever the case might be, you start to look around, you start to figure out, hey, is, is, is this potentially contributing to the situation? For me, I do think it was somewhat shoe-related, and I'm not blaming the shoes. Maybe I'm blaming my old shoes. More on that to come at some point. Um, but I got a pair of Zero shoes. I've been thinking about getting them for a while. I started easing into them a little bit and definitely noticed they were pulling more on my calves and my Achilles than my ultras were didn't really think anything of it. Just like, Oh, I must be just getting used to them. Blah, 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 blah. But the more I started running them, the more this little niggle came up and between a speed workout and the new year's day shenanigans that I both wore the, the, um, the zeros for that's when things really started to flare the most. I was like, what? Like I'm going from a zero drop shoe to a zero drop shoe. It can't be the issue, right? Unless, unless maybe the ultras aren't a zero drop as they claim to be. Because the zeros absolutely are zero question that the zeros are zero drop because there's there's basically not, there's like a little bit of rubber between my foot and the ground now and that's it. Um, I'm not throwing ultra under the bus. I'm just saying that maybe some of the cushioning maybe got worn down after maybe a lot of miles in those shoes and so maybe there's the the forefoot cushioning is a bit less than uh, the rear foot cushioning at this point because I do notice that when I run with my ultras now the calf issues aren't as bad. The calf doesn't flare as much the next day, or at least I did notice that in the last couple of weeks, things have been mostly good. Now I've been running with my zeros just about all week, no issues there. So, so maybe I've worked through it, but the point being got my investigative hat on kind of worked through some of my biases about just blaming the shoes right away and said, maybe, maybe just maybe the shoes were the issue. And so then as I was continuing to run through, if, if, if in this example, which is a real example, it might be the shoes. Well, maybe as you continue to run through, like you rotate your shoes a bit more, you try some different things with, with whatever you try some different surfaces or, or whatever it might be for you that you're like, maybe this was the problem. Let me try to, you know, avoid that and see if that doesn't help. And that might help clue you in on what you can do to kind of work through the niggle, not make it any worse. And then hopefully, you know, come out the end and still be able to use whatever the new thing is. So, um, that's what I've done. Seems like it's working. And I'm throwing a little, casting a little shade on, uh, on ultra here, but there's, there's more shade to come. That'll, that'll come eventually. Um, but yeah, figure out the cause. So there you go. There's, there's long winded as per usual. You're welcome. New year, same me. Um, but if you're going to run through a niggle, some things to think about, making sure you're really listening to your body, being willing to adjust your training as necessary. If things are getting a little bit spicy, back off, keep an eye on the big picture, which when you do that, typically makes it easier to adjust your training plan. Step up your little things game. Try to get, you know, give your body the best chance to, to work through this issue. And a lot of times that's doing the things that we know we should have been doing, but we haven't been doing, or maybe that's just me. I don't know, but step up your little things game. Last but not least, go back and see if you can't figure out the cause. You may not be able to, you, you very well may not be able to, but sometimes there's some clues and you can do some sleuthing and figure it out. So last question, 
You got a niggle. Should you run? I can't tell you that. I can't answer that for you. Uh, I wish I could, but this is not a black and white situation. This is not a, a, if this do that, if you've got a niggle, sometimes the right call is to keep on keeping on. Maybe not the right call, but sometimes you can make an argument that that's, that's what's going to happen. Uh, and it's not going to be a problem. Sometimes the right call is backing off. Ultimately, it's a risk-reward situation. You've got to weigh the risk of continuing to run, continuing to train, to not adjust, um, and, and what you're going for, what your goals are. But what is, what is the, the potential downfall if you keep doing that and now the injury gets worse? So it's up to you, but if you're going to try to run, if you're going to try to work through the niggle, which I clearly have been doing, and, and hopefully in another week or so I can just put this to bed once and for all, um, some good things to keep in mind. Be smart out there. Take care of yourselves. All right. Uh, and if you need some help, let me know. Let me know. Or if you if you if you uh, say that I'm I'm losing my mind and running through a nagel is the worst thing you can do, you can let me know that too. Uh, at disruns on Twitter, at disruns on Instagram. You can also send an email, of course, to disruns at gmail.com. And if you if you are so inclined and you want to head over to the show notes for today for some tomfoolery, some memes, some gifs, a couple of links. Other, other various nonsense. There's also that comment section down at the bottom, disruns.com slash 1013, disruns.com slash 1013. Get you back to the show notes for today. All, all of the things there, but of course, again, there's that comment section and you can leave some, some feedback there. And again, and not have a character limit to tell me how wrong I am or, or maybe, maybe just maybe how right I am uh, as well. But uh, that's that for today. Uh, one more time for YNAB, if you want to jump on board and get maybe get a little bit more awareness of what's going on with your finances and, and what's going on with your budget. Maybe, maybe just find a couple extra shekels to uh, stick in the, uh, the race vacation fund. Uh, Dizruns.com slash YNAB is a great, is my link. And it gives us both an extra month. If it's something that you decide you want to, you want to take up. And if you have any questions on it, let me know. I do say that YNAB has, does a really great job of helping you get started and help you figure out the process. Um, I'm no expert with them just yet, but uh, I, I do know a few things. Uh, I'm happy to share my experience as much as I can if it would help you. Dizruns.com slash Y-N-A-B. And with that, we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. A little bit longer than usual, but, you know, I get I get talking about myself and I uh, just can't stop. And there's nobody, there's nobody else cutting in. There's no guests. So, you know. Sorry, but not really. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you hope this one was helpful. If you got a friend that's dealing with a nagel, or if you yourself are dealing with a nagel, hit that share button and let them know uh, some things that maybe they want to keep in mind to keep, keep that nagel from turning into an injury. Uh, pass it on. Spread the word. Always appreciate it with you do. And until next time, y'all be well. Take good care. Thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk soon, all right? See you. <laughs>